Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Call us, 877-337-6666. Powered by Paramount+. Plus. Stream the NFL on CBS live on Paramount+. Plus. <laughs> And Jerry, don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. All right, let's do this on a Thursday. It's Football Thursday. The Eddie Scazzeri, what is up? Nice to see you as always, and across from me, his name is Alan Jackson. What's up, Al? Good morning there, Jerry. There is chaos in the NBA. You know I don't follow basketball at all, Jerry. <laughs> this was so stupid. But this is a glorious story going on. It's really uh, silly, actually. Well, I'm so uh, th- there's feels to be many parts of this. It was uh, who's this? The Milwaukee Bucks against the Indiana Pacers Correct. last night, right? Yep. yep. So uh, Giannis scores 64 points, Jerry, which I guess is a lot in basketball. Yes. <laughs> what do you think? I'm going to say yes. Yeah. Franchise record. Still short of Will Chamberlain's 100-point game. It is short. So I don't know what we're celebrating exactly. A lot of points, though. But evidently, I guess after the game, uh, Giannis wanted the basketball because uh, he scored 64 points. That's actually not why, but okay. Uh, Well, this is original. Kind of falls in, Jerry. So the initial story is he wanted the ball uh, because he scored 64 points. So then after the game, he went looking for the ball towards the Pacers' locker room and a scuffle ensued, yes? Right. Uh, no, there was no punches, but there what? was a lot. There's a video, a lot of yelling. A lot of yelling. Yeah. Was there pushing and shoving at least? The video doesn't show that, but the video does transcribe them, and you can hear it faintly. Okay. Um, it, I mean, they are yelling back and forth at one another. All right, so I'm trying to follow this story. So then the Pacers said, well, we took the ball for Oscar. Oh, good luck with this. Shuebe. Yeah. Sheboy. Sheboy? Sheboy. Sheboy. Oscar Sheboy scored his first official NBA points. So they said it's customary that he gets the ball. Right, but Giannis said it's actually for Damian Lillard. Right. Then Giannis says, I was going after the ball for Damian Lillard, who passed uh, uh, for fifth place uh, three-pointers. Correct. I actually believe that because there's also a video where you see Giannis telling Lillard, you've got to go get the ball. So I actually do think it's for, he was doing it not for the 64 points, but for Lillard. That having been said, this whole thing is ridiculous. But then there's one more wrinkle, because I was with you on that one. Mm-hmm. Then Giannis said, 
quote, I have a ball. Yeah. But I don't don't know if it's the game ball. It doesn't feel like the game ball. It feels like a brand new ball. I can tell. The ball that I have, which I'll take and give it to my mom for sure, but I don't know if it's actually the game ball. So, so then, then he did want the ball for himself. Right. I don't, who knows? This is so st- really is so stupid. The better story was his brother almost uh, killing someone on the court. What did he do? So there was a play in the fourth quarter. So Giannis got fouled a lot in this game. He shot 32 free throws. On oh my one, gosh. He, he basically got tackled under the basket. And there are two Bucks, one Bucks player, and it looks like a staffer that have to hold Thanasis back. He looks infuriated, like he's going to storm the court to go help his brother. That's kind of a cool part of this, too. Very chippy game. The other funny thing is uh, this ball now, Jerry. Now this ball seems super valuable. It's Giannis' 64. Yeah. It's Damian Lillard uh, passing somebody uh, for the fifth all-time in three-pointers. Kyle Korver. Kyle Korver. He passed him. Mm-hmm. And then it's this uh, Shibui first point ever in an NBA. <laughs> and if he turns out to be a great NBA player, we're going to want that ball. That's, that's a super ball. Some, hey, listen, some people have two balls. They have three that are needed. But aren't they playing with many balls in these games? Not, no. Or not basketball? No, actually, no. So Usually, that's like the one sport now, then. What I don't know is, and I all the years of calling games, I don't I actually don't know the answer to this. I don't know if they use a different ball half to half. But usually when a game starts, like, that's the ball. There's no... So if a ball goes into a crowd and it comes back in, they just keep using it? They keep playing with it. Yeah, yeah, You don't get to keep it like it's baseball or, you know. Yeah, no, I just you... figured they'd go, oh, maybe the guy's uh, uh-uh. sticky soda got on it and we got to replace the I'm ball. I'm sure that's probably happened, but in a normal circumstance, they throw the ball back in play. All right, so that might be the one sport then, Jerry, where the ball actually does matter. Because when it's like, this is the ball Tom Brady threw his fifth touchdown with, who cares? Well, some people care because there are. If there's someone that will buy it, then there's a market for it. See, it's like, really goofy. Quite the frankly, the home run ball is interesting to me because that is the actual ball that was hit, and somebody had to catch it, sure. and retrieve it, and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But these just like this is the ball I got my first hit with. I don't know. Is that interesting? Well, they mark everything now. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I've sat thankfully to the Mets and for Boomer for taking me once, and I mean, I've sat in some pretty bougie seats, as they say, they take almost every ball out of play, mark it, and throw it in the bucket. And I don't, they auction them off. I don't know. The amount of baseballs they go through, I think they go through, I think it's six dozen baseballs a game. Yeah, I I would love for baseball just to, like, I understand if it goes into the stands, but if it doesn't go in the stands, keep playing with it. Keep playing with I it. I agree. I Pitcher totally agree. Throws it in the dirt and make that part of the game. I get hockey. The puck is, you know, that goes into the crowd. You get to keep it. You get a new puck. Uh, football, they pretty much use the same ball. I don't think fans keep footballs. I don't know, actually. I know back in the, I know years ago, they would go get the ball back from the fans. I don't know if they do that anymore. I think if a player throws a ball, they get to keep it purposely in the stands and then they charge the player is what I had always heard. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I remember Boomer talking about this. This especially came up in the Tom Brady deflating footballs time that there are a certain number of balls that Mm -hmm. they have for the NFL game. But you're telling me basketball is not using a lot of balls. That makes sense. Then this ball now has three things tied to it. I need this ball, Jerry. And I'm not a ball collector. If it's one or two, I don't know. But I know like Mm -hmm. each team's got a rack of balls. Yeah, when they come out for pregame warmups and for halftime, and then usually I've seen like the officials will go 
and they'll pick out a, I guess they're given a couple of game balls and they will, they'll bounce them, make sure they bounce properly. They'll throw it up in the air, usually before a game. And that's usually the game ball. Who makes, do you know off the top of your head, who makes the NBA game ball? Uh, I would think Spalding, but I don't. Me too. Top that's of Spalding. mind, I'm not 100% sure. Spalding has stayed strong in the game. Depends. Like, you know, in college basketball, you will have, uh, it depends on what the sponsor is of the school. Like, Under Armour makes basketballs, and there are Under Armour balls that are used. Yeah. I know, like, if you go to, like, Dick's Sporting Goods and you want a basketball mm-hmm. just to shoot around, there's a Nike ball, yeah. an Under Armour ball. Mm-hmm. But that Spalding has been stayed I, strong. Let me see. If I feel like still... Spalding's been like the official ball of the NBA for as long as I've been alive. NBA. But I know, like when you go to Maryland, Maryland yeah. uses uh, Under Armour is their huge sponsor, and they use an Under Armour basketball too. Jerry, I've got a. Uh, uh, it's Wilson. Oh, Wilson now. Wilson makes. Uh, this happened in 2021. Wilson Sporting Goods is now going to be the manufacturer of the NBA basketball. Okay. Well, there you have it. Man, NBA dropped Spalding. Damn. Imagine you were working at Spalding that day. They'd be like, that's a tough day. Right. Uh, guys, we're no longer making. My next question would be is, what else do we do? I think sometimes they make those spongy pink balls. What? The spongy pink ball. What is a spongy pink ball? It's like a, you know what it is, right? Yeah, it's a like stress a... ball? No, no, no. It's like a, it's a, a rubber ball? ball? That ba- yeah, it's like a rubber spongy ball. That's what they make. Yeah, like we used to like sell that's what we're hanging our hat on now for Spalding? Yeah. <laughs> spongy <laughs> pink balls? <laughs> Correct, Jerry. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. All right, so all right, so let's see. I'm going to say, I don't know this. I'm going to go to Spalding has to have a website, right? I don't know. Spalding.com. I'm going to say they have golf balls, okay. which I've never seen one, by the way. Poor but I'm going to say they have one. All right, so Spalding, you know what? When you go to their website, they're still showing you the basketball. Oh, uh, they're still hanging. They haven't. Oh, Jerry, if you just Google Spalding balls, the yeah. first images that come up are the the pink balls. Really? Yeah. How about that? Yeah, they're pretty much, they're only basketball. That's so. According wow. to this website, it's basically basketballs, basketball hoops, and I guess your pink balls that mm. you have. How about that? God, that's so sad. Well, it isn't. It's not. I mean, uh, if Spalding is still pumping out, uh, you know, driveway basketball hoops, they're doing fine. Hmm. And they got gym equipment, so they're doing fine. You're right, though. That did have to be like a rough day at Spalding. Like guys, yeah, men, women, children who work here. Well, you think about how much the NBA was paying them. Yeah. Yes. We lost out. And that day at Wilson, Jerry, high fives, drinks in the office. We now are the NBA ball. But I bet there were some NBA players who are like, 
these Wilson balls suck. Where are my Spalding? <laughs> you know what? They got used to the Spalding balls, right? You might be right. Yes. And I'm like, what are these? Yes. I actually asked um, I remember when we went to Maryland the first time, it was like the first time I noticed Under Armour basketballs in a yeah. game. And I, I remember, I think it was I think it was Geo Baker who was with Rutgers at the time. I remember asking him, like, I think it was him. Does it feel like, do you have to, you need shoot around to get used to these basketballs? He's like, oddly, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, but once you, get, so. you, once you get used to it, it's another, whatever, another ball. Once you get in the game? Yeah. Man, we need a sport, a real official sport with the pink spongy spalding ball. Go play stickball. Stickball would be a good one. Oh, we played stickball with tennis balls. Um, yeah, you wouldn't use. I used to use that spongy pink ball to like bounce off the wall to pretend like I was fielding grounders. Okay, we were really into these pink balls. Oh yeah, I was definitely into them. Yeah, I was more into the uh, racquetball. Yeah, racquetball's ball. good. Racquetball also worked mm-hmm. really well. Tennis ball didn't have enough. Bounce for me, Jerry. But to play stickball, though. Stickball, yeah. That's where the tennis ball came in handy. But if I'm practicing fielding grounders, give me that pink spongy ball. And then I'd get out there in Little League with a real baseball. Did you baseball. not have any friends? <laughs> Some of my friends were busy, Jerry. Is that also why you were an outfielder? Because you were practicing with a pink sponge ball against the wall. <laughs> and then I'd get out there in Little League practice and be like, this ball's so hard. What are we <laughs> hitting this so hard at me for? Do you think anyone will follow up with Giannis and say, hmm? You said you wanted that ball no, no. for Damian Lillard. Nope. But now you're giving this ball that you think you have to your moms. I do not. I'll I mean, I have to listen. At some point this morning before 10 o'clock, yeah. I'll go watch the Giannis press conference. It's on the list of things to do. Yeah. Um, maybe someone did follow up with that already. Do you hey, think, could you, for clarity, could you explain to me what exactly we're talking about here? I don't know. Do you think Woj will be on this all day long? I don't. You think he's forgotten about it already? I think this will be for the talk shows this morning, mm-hmm. and then it's over and done with. Uh, do I also think the NBA will hand out some fines? Probably, because there were several guys involved in this. So I could see it. But that's it. That's the end of it. Yeah, you can't have a uh, scuffling in the no hallways. I mean, he's running through the, the bowels of the arena looking for this basketball in the Pacers locker room. Yeah. I mean, what what the hell? He was being held back by a short, bald guy, too, at one point. <laughs> Probably. There's a great still photo of him like, Trying to break free from the short, bald guy. Yeah. Probably an assistant like, coach or something yeah, or a yeah. trainer. Yeah, something like that. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, oh, I'd like to be that guy because you're now in all the all online this morning and all the photos. Yeah, the problem is everybody's saying, look at the short, bald guy. <laughs> Thinking like he's going to hold him back. Yes. What a night, though, for the NBA, Jerry, because then you also got Draymond Green suspended indefinitely. Yeah, we knew that was coming. But here's what I don't like. When I hear that initially, when I hear... Suspended indefinitely. Mm-hmm. To me, that means forever. See you never. And then it normally means like three games. No, it means until they decide how long it is. It's not going to be three games. It's going to be more than that. But they should. I need a different word. Indefinitely seems like forever. Well, it's indefinite. They don't know. They got to. And I'm, I'm sure they're going to investigate, as they say, look at all the facts. They're going to look at his past history and they're going to want him to do some sort of training. So you're saying the. The um, meaning of the word indefinite means we don't know yet. And I, I think I don't meaning, know. I'm telling you, I perceive it. I perceive indefinite means forever. Yeah, I don't because then they'd say forever. They'd say lifetime ban. Indefinite. Lasting for an unknown or unstated length right, of time. They don't know yet. Hence why they use the word indefinite. Yeah, that throws me off. I that, gotcha. That's my bad if I'm looking at the. Like Pete Rose, lifetime ban. That's pretty clear. Yeah. That wasn't an indefinite suspension. That was, you've been suspended for your life. Like, if you would have asked me on a quiz show, has Pete Rose 
is Pete Rose indefinitely suspended from baseball? I would have said yes, and I'd have been wrong. Well, I mean, I guess that at some point they could change his mind, change their mind before he's dead. I mean, yeah. that's possible. But it was a lifetime ban, which is why years and years and years and years and years have gone by, and he's still not allowed. And this is the second suspension for him this didn't season. We, didn't we just start? Yes, he's had that. That's why. They basically said, get him out of our face. He's suspended. We'll figure it out. That's why you do the indefinite suspension. He, so he has Rudy Gobert in a headlock one week. Correct. He punched his teammate in the face last year. <laughs> he was kicking guys in the nuts in the playoffs a right. few years ago. Yeah, I mean, he's he's had a che- – and, you know, you watch his well, – you don't. But if you yes, watch I- his podcast or listen to his podcast, he's such like a intelligent guy. He seems like he's with it. And then he gets on the court and he does stupid things. Right, he doesn't gets, make uh, sense. All jacked up, Jerry. That's what happens sometimes. Right, Even, like you watch him, he doesn't seem like a guy that would lose his cool the way he does in these games. It's weird. But, do you think he is telling the truth when he says he didn't need, need or didn't mean to punch a Nurk? Is how do you say his name? Nurkic, Yusef Nurkic, Yusef Nurkic. And um, he didn't mean to punch because he threw what looked like a haymaker, Jerry. Yeah, I do only from the standpoint of his back was to him. So you don't think he meant that? So it's that. not like he took aim. I think it's unfortunate where the, <laughs> where the hand landed, and they were right to suspend him indefinitely. But I don't think, not the way he went up to his teammate and punched him in the face. Yeah, that, you're right. He did take a wild yeah. swing behind him. Yeah. He said, and if you watch the replay, you can see Nurkic has his right hand wrapped around his stomach. And he basically said, I'm trying to sell the foul. Now, he didn't go about it the right way. <laughs> but, no, I don't think he meant to punch him in the face. I don't. I tried to sell the foul by swinging as hard as I can that behind was, me. That was a bit much. That was a bit much. No, what they a, were right to suspend him, though. Yeah. Not surprising. So, it's just, you know what? It's unfortunate that this is the only reason we talk about the NBA right now. Yeah. You had the Nets won in Phoenix. Like, the Nets beat Kevin Durant and the Suns last night. That's cool. It is cool, especially when two former Suns go in there and get this crazy ovation from the Phoenix crowd, and then they go and beat their team. You know, the Knicks, I know they lost, but it's just, I don't know. It's And then you got also, and this is not a good thing to talk about, but the Spurs have lost 18 straight games. The Pistons have lost 12. Like, there are storylines and because this idiot's running through the uh, the tunnels. So the Pistons, you said yesterday, lost? 21 in a row. That's yeah. unbelievable. How many games? I feel like there's only been like 21 games in the NBA I this believe season. they are 2-23. I think they started 2-1. and one. And now they're 2-23? and 23? Yeah, I think that's right. Man. And the Spurs, I think, are 1-12 at home now. And they've lost 18 straight. Remember remember, Greg Popovich was going to be reinvigorated with yes. uh, Victor Wembanyama? How's that going? Not going great. No. No, it's not. Are the NBA teams around the league, is it like how it is uh, in New York with the Knicks where even if your team's bad, people still go? Or are there empty arenas like like the Detroit Pistons Boy, I can't imagine. straight. Are people going to and the that game, games? All right, I'll, I'll give you the attendance. And that game was in Detroit last night. They yeah. lost to the Lakers, I believe it was 122-119. So they played competitively. But I can't imagine, like, if I'm a Pistons fan, what the hell am I going for? Unless they're all season ticket deals. See, and... the problem is it was the Lakers last night, so people right. are going to buy those tickets. Good point. Um, was it the them. Lakers or was it the Sixers? Who the hell did they play? You need last them against night? a scrub team if we're going to. It was the all right, so it was the Seventy Sixers. It wasn't the, the Lakers beat the Spurs. I knew they were involved in one of these games. The uh, the Sixers beat them and beat at forty one official att- paid attendance. I don't know how many people went. Sixteen thousand. What do those places hold? 18? 20. 20. I would think. Yeah, I was just curious. Like, 
is the NBA like that around the league where if your team stinks, people still want to go because it's cool? Paid attendance for San Antonio. Again, Lakers come in, although LeBron didn't play, 18,300. 18, Imagine you're a young boy, Jerry, in San Antonio, and you want to go see the Lakers and LeBron James, and you show up and he ain't playing. Yeah, it's what, that's what they're trying to guard against. Man. All right, here, I'm trying to find a good one for you, and I really can't. Um, because in each case here, you've got like a so like Washington's terrible, but Zion Williamson came in. So I don't know, like if I look at that one, would that be bad attendance? Yeah, you're right. That's the thing with the NBA too. It's, they have stars. Yeah, they have stars. The paid attendance in Washington was only 14,000. So my guess is maybe 10 were there. So I'm sure those buildings don't look great. But yeah, Washington, bad team. They had Zion in. Pistons, terrible. You had Embiid and the Sixers in. The Raptors, not a great team. Not a bad team, but not a great team. They had Trey Young and the Hawks in. Miami's a good team. The Spurs are awful. The Lakers were in. The Bucks are really good. The Rockets are actually pretty good. Uh, the Jazz are terrible, but the Knicks were in, and the Suns are the Suns. So hard to tell. I'd have to look at a night where, like, Charlotte plays in Washington. That sounds awesome. Well, right. <laughs> and then you go check StubHub, and you see if it's $7 to get in, you know nobody's right. going to that game. So not the case, though, most nights. So, I don't know. Paid attendance still pretty good. Not yeah. terrible. All right, quick break. 20 after 5, just getting started. We've got Boomer and Geo coming up at 6 on The Fan. Before we get started, I just want to say on behalf of every single Met fan out there. This is the Rico Bronya Podcast. On behalf of all of the people that were at Chase Stadium on that October night, on behalf of every Met fan that's watched this man pitch, let me just tell Adam Wainwright, can you go f*** yourself? <laughs> wow. Well, you weren't kidding. You were. You came in hot. Subscribe and listen to the Rico Bronya podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast.